All signs point to a severe winter. Be prepared. Of the Batman Mystery Club. Like you and Rick and the Hulk, for instance. Hey, it's Paula. This week on the show, we talk a little about uh, Murder Falcon, Dead Rabbit, Blackbird. Brandon and I venture off into the world of comic book porn. That and more on this week's Quick Flips. This is this week's edition of Quick Flips, which is now going to be bi-weekly and focusing only on independent comics. Mm-hmm. So like Image, for example, you're a big mm-hmm. Image person, Boom, yep. uh, Dark Horse, yeah. Aftershock, Alterna, yeah, yeah. sexy stuff in there or no? Any independent comics <laughs> that we find. Yeah, no, none of those. So just not the big two and not mm-hmm. Archie. Yeah, exactly. Comics. Exactly. So arguably the big three. So yes. not Marvel, DC, or Archie stuff. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yes. I like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. The other stuff overshadows a little, so let's focus on the indie stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Nick not with us today mm-hmm. because he's working on his own show, mm-hmm. which he'll get more info of starting in January. That's right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Where are we starting from? Okay, so let's go over some of the stuff that we read, which uh, it's been a well a few weeks, so yep. there's been a lot of reading here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I actually looked at my list, there wasn't that much uh, independent stuff, mostly because I'm catching up on some things. And yeah, so let's start with you. What did you read? The, the big surprise, we were talking about it a bit before, but um, Murder Falcon. Oh, yeah. Murder yeah. Falcon is, mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll bring it up saying- here while we're talking about it. Cool. Well, basically, the gist of Murder Falcon, if I can log into my Comixology account uh, <laughs> while we're talking, is... So um, this was number one, right? Yeah, okay. number two comes out next week, I believe, uh, oh. or two weeks from now, and yeah, it will this, be on my... I forgot to read this. You told me all about it. Yeah, yeah. I've been pushing it, Nick. It I've been pushing it east, a lot of people to read it. Basically, the gist of it is that there is... Um, <laughs> there is this threat against the world uh, from these giant monsters and this being that's kind of that feeds on our own, um, you know, bad feelings, essentially, right? So yeah. it is forging this attack with all of its monsters and its crew, very like Power Rangers I guess, in that regard, against Earth. And our only defense is the murder falcon and the myrtle murder falcon is this giant bird with like a robot arm and like a bandana and mm-hmm. jeans and stuff and sunglasses of course and uh so he, metal looking. he is powered yes by yeah. the power of metal music and specifically this one character's guitar playing is in is insane Hi, Ever. Yeah, I know. Murder Falcon <laughs> is awesome. Yeah, that's yeah very, she loves it. Yeah, loves it. she loves it. Uh, she was actually out here while I was reading it. So and She does love metal music. She is powered by metal music. Yeah, yeah. So there mm-hmm. you go. It's 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 really interesting. Um, the, the book kind of picks up in, in Medias Res, like the first issue. It starts at the beginning of the final conflict of the book. Mm-hmm. So it's, it picks up with um, the, the protagonist kind of finding his he's already kind of found his footing in the role that he will play yeah and then the the rest of the first issue is is how he got there yeah 
and then uh it's it's really it's going to be a fun book to continue on with yeah and it's like it's just so goofy and so ridiculous you can tell it's just done with absolute love the art is incredible uh i i really i really enjoyed it so daniel warren johnson is the uh artist and writer and he also letters the book and uh, mike spicer is the colorist on it so um letters by russ wooten so yeah well, I wonder if there's any relation to Victor Wooten, mm-hmm. very uh, proficient guitar or bass player. <laughs> maybe that, maybe yeah. that's the whole. <laughs> we're starting this whole side story. It's really cool. That's yeah. all I can say about it. It's a really, really cool book. It's it's everything that you think it is, mm-hmm. and crazier, and goofier. Looks awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna read it. It's really cool. Do it. Do it. What about you? Where Where are we going from here? Um, well, we, we both read Dead Rabbit. Am I correct? I know I read it. Yeah. You, yeah. you mentioned that it was going to be cool and I read it, but did you get to actually read it? Well, the first part that, um, the first thing that I read out of it was the, um, the image preview that came out yeah. in there. Uh, like, like, what was it? A few months ago. I didn't see that. Yeah. And, and so when the book dropped, I already kind of had an idea of what it was about. And I, I think, you know. Uh, it it's right in my wheelhouse. I don't know mm-hmm. what what are your initial impressions with it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty interesting. I mean, he was uh, it's a stick up man, right? So he was kind of a criminal. He was a thief. He made money. He was yeah. well, he was working for the mafia, I guess. But well, so but, he's running yeah. out of money. He's retired. He's retired and he's living with his wife, who's sick. Who's sick? Well, she's in a wheelchair and suffers from seizures apparently. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Well, here's the thing. I, mm. I I think that we're going to get a lot more of the story. Yes, I do get the the whole Robin Hood angle to it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, I love the mask. I know the mask is awesome. I think that there's more to the the money part. I don't know if there was the money, or if yeah. the money was destroyed, or something else. Because he, something even, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's just bored. I mean, he says that he feels twenty years younger when he puts the mask on, and he's lying about going. Yeah, golfing. but he also hasn't put the mask on. Well, yeah, that's but the when first he, time we're yeah, literally seeing him do it for the first time. time. He's when he's, he's been really... lying about golfing and doing is yeah. is not doing no. that. No, he's working at so, that, like a Walmart type greeter. Yeah. Job. Yeah. I think this is one that people have to go out and read. I don't want to spoil it a whole bunch. No, more. no, no. I've yeah, that's well, I dropped a lot of spoilers. Yeah, it's I, good. Yeah. I liked it. It was cool. I I really like it. I would really strongly recommend it. Um, you know, obviously written by Jerry Dugan, artist is John McRae, colorist mm-hmm. again Mike Spicer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. Who's the letterer on this book? Joe Sabino. It's, yeah. So what else did we read? I I know I read. Um, I read Blackbird, yeah. which you didn't read. No, initially I was excited about it, and then you mm. kind of steered me <laughs> away from I it. I told you about it, but I didn't yeah. want to steer you away. I just, I personally don't think you'd like it very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool, but it does have sort of a Stranger Things feel to it. With the whole different dimension being present yeah. here, like another dimension while we're here and there's creature, like there's this magical aspect to it. Mm-hmm. The other space that's currently existing is actual. it's, uh, it's called the in-between, which mm-hmm. is kind of like the upside down. I mean, there's kind of a parallel there. You know, I've been thinking about this a lot because mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's becoming fairly apparent to me that, um, the things that make Stranger Things 
good or not mm-hmm. in, is not inherently unique. Yeah. Because it's nostalgia porn. So inherently yeah. it has to do things that we've seen before very well. And yeah. and doesn't mean it can't be creative or unique or what have you. Mm-hmm. But um you know, it's kind of like someone playing the hits, you know, yep. it's it's top 40 radio yeah. to a, an extent. You're right. But the other thing that I find with this it's there's it's not bad. I mean, I liked it. It's good. But a lot of the aspects from it are just hopping onto trends. For example, I find that the art looks a lot like Paper Girls. Well, who's really the artist does. on it? Different artist. For sure. It's not the same artist, yes. Because mm. I went and, and looked at this right away. Mm. It's written by Sam Humphreys. Yeah, who's awesome. Yeah. I very and, much like Sam Humphreys. But you've got it open, so you can pull up the artist. Yeah, I'm just on yeah. the image website right cool. now. Because I wasn't able to, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. By the way, like, hey, Amazon, if you're listening, I'm having trouble logging into my account. So, <laughs> uh, Jen, so Bartel. Jen Bartel. Yeah. It's the same kind of art style, which I'm sure it's just a, co- a coincidence. But then we've got the whole, uh, you know, there's a substance abuse, like a pill abuse thing going on, which I'm finding is kind of a trend right now in a lot of things. Uh, the different dimension and magic it's very much of as of the time right now Mm -hmm. so in five years we're gonna think that's so 2018 but it's good yeah like i'm gonna keep with it i'm gonna keep reading it but i just find that it is the um the variants that i've been Mm -hmm. seeing for this book they're striking Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think it's that's fiona staple right that does the uh the variant covers for this book i'm trying to yeah the like the black one with that the one very is neon so colors. cool isn't that the one that we have no no we have the her cover the original one yeah her cover which all look awesome and i have this thematic flavor to mm-hmm. them when you look at the the forthcoming issues um but it's yeah. that kind of 80s pink and blue color palette you mean like the color palette for this show exactly <laughs> i love the well that's what yeah, made me want to read in, it because yeah. right? i like it mm-hmm. but it absolutely is yeah you were asking me before about cemetery beach yeah you've read it i like cemetery beach i actually yeah. read issue two today mm-hmm. the, okay so okay so the, the the thing that we we have to you have to remember with cemetery beach is that the aesthetic does not inform on the story, but it involves on the energy or informs on the energy of the story. Mm-hmm. I remember reading the first issue and being very disoriented because there was this very cool old timey war aesthetic to everything, very World War to mm-hmm. it's very like old timey spy aesthetic oh i see but yeah. but then as you go through the book there was these little hints that okay so i knew we were off world we were on a different planet mm-hmm. that was still very old time yeah getting into issue two i thought to myself like oh man is it going to be the same experience again and i open it up it's this beautiful art and and the the whole treatment the the before with the you know this document is important blah blah thematically everything kind of has this this coded message kind of vibe to it and everything and it feels great and then for whatever reason and you know i should know better than to question warren ellis i guess you know uh but it just kicked in i opened the book i knew where i was 
I knew what was going on. I knew everything I needed to know. And in the first first book, I walked away thinking that I didn't get any of that. Yeah. Here I am now sitting here saying I really, really love this book. But, uh, you know, if you had asked me a week ago before I had read issue two, yeah, maybe not so I would have said, like, oh, I might not even pick not up the really second sure issue. Not really sure where it's going, yeah. Writer mm-hmm. is obviously credited Warren Ellis. Uh, artist is Jason Howard. And it's interesting because all the books, when you look in the book, like the last page always shows what day like your next book is and it gives you like kind Mm -hmm. of a threat like if you don't come back and get it like something will happen and then it shows like the the last three is being classified Mm -hmm. which is quite interesting because it's a limited run series so let's see what happens it's cool cool what's up next what what are we talking about next well (laughs) because i know that we're putting some stuff off to next week Mm. yeah theory well i read weatherman yeah i'm caught up on weatherman yeah and it's it's really freaking good. I mean, from the beginning, I didn't know where the hell this was going. It's so post-apocalyptic, dark, dystopian. They're on Mars. Like, this society is just messed up. I love it. It's great. Is this an ongoing or is this a, like a I think like it's a an ongoing. I'm run. not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've stopped completely reading those. What was the oh. other one that you were reading at the same time? The New, the new World? Have you read any of those lately? No, no. Because another I, New World came yeah, out this week. And... and there are some similarities in the yeah. whole entertainment aspect of it. Like in, in New World, they have uh, these cops that go out and arrest people mm-hmm. live on television. Mm-hmm. And the viewer gets to decide whether they live or die, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. Yeah, They pay to vote. Mm-hmm. I could see this stuff making real money. Uh, where, whereas in Weatherman, sorry, I got tongue tied. Weather, weather, Weatherman. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Weatherman, you can pay to basically torture people on I TV. See. So the way it works is they hook the criminal or accused up to a machine, and then people bid on how much to uh, to torture them. They get hooked up to a machine, and they can create. It's it's all virtually done, yeah. right? Their mind creates this virtual space where they get to kill this person over and over again. And the person feels it, but they don't die. Mm-hmm. It's pretty messed up. And the audience can watch the scenario that's being played out in the minds of both of them. Yeah. So they're both in this alternate reality, like this virtual reality. And the viewer gets to watch it. It's pretty awesome. I know you're still super behind in Gideon Falls. Oh, yeah. No, I just... Phew. But I just read number seven, mm-hmm. and uh, it is great. I yeah, you've mentioned it. It sounds uh, yeah, really interesting. I want to read it. And then, I'm just catching up on a whole bunch of other stuff. Dude, that book is so good. It's so good. It's like, um, you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't know. Basically... So they use this mechanism in this book because, again, I still uh, you have to go out and read this book. If you like a good thriller in the vein of, I don't know, something like, um, well, just like Twilight Zone meets yeah. some kind of great horror thriller with like okay, a little okay. bit of a supernatural vibe or something like that, maybe more updated. If you're right. a David Lynch fan, you would love this book. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, there's just a great vibe to it. And the, you know, Andrea Sorrentino is just like the art. I just want to fucking, you know, does he do colors on that book too? I'm going to take a look while we're talking on that. 
Um, why am I t- like? There's a copy of the trade sitting on my desk somewhere mm-hmm. here. But yeah, they're they're um, are the first six issues, six issues. But they're um, but I'm rustling a bag while I'm doing that, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's conveniently sitting here beside me. Yeah, I guess not so convenient. <laughs> I apologize, but um. Yeah, you know, there's something really special about the book because they can, they literally can do the this thing where they take a panel and they color it like it's normal, mm-hmm. and then they take a panel and they color it really fucking bizarro. Yeah, and you're and you just you're sitting there and it's exactly the same image, Paula. Yeah, but you just I like it's like oh no, that's so scary. I may have just pooped a little. Yeah, you know, like it's just yeah. there's something just absolutely brilliant to the the story development, um, and just. I, I I can't say enough about the series. I think yeah, it's, it's just been going on great. about Jeff it quite Lemire a bit. And Andrew Sorrentino. I, don't mean I think now. Dave Stewart is the colorist on it, if I'm not mistaken. I really need to get on this. Yeah, it's incredible. It's great. Yeah, there's a variant for number seven by uh, your homegirl Tula Lote. Oh, she's awesome. She's so good. Awesome. Can we talk about Ice Cream Man? Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not reading Ice Cream Man. Which you're crazy. Um, I know. You love it. I'm going to wait. Well, you know, there's already one trade out and it's at that 999 price point. Okay, cool. Which is good. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I imagine the next one will be like 15 bucks. So that's still pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, The um, this most recent issue, which predominantly well, it changes settings a lot more than your traditional ice cream man story, Mm -hmm. which is usually a very minimalist, very simple story. Yeah. Right. Um, but this one is so all over and it's the narrative. It's the writing narrative that the written narrative rather than the like visual narrative, like they used in the last issue Mm -hmm. that, that keeps the flow going. There's, um, people doing drugs in an ambulance and they forget about their passenger weird and and there's like uh um there's a clown that shoots himself in the head and then the only people in the town that even acknowledge that he's dead on the street are these kids who then throw him in a fucking lake <laughs> it in, sounds in like so remembrance bizarre. but like to honor him because yeah. everyone else is treating him like shit and uh you know they're like ev- everyone in this book is just like a little bit off, but that's mm-hmm. the whole point of the series. What is going on with that society? Well, but that's the whole thing. It's yeah. Because it's the ice cream man kind of tweaking everything. Oh, right? I see. I see. Okay. You know, and that's why Caleb's there. So it's just, again, if, if you're into all these, like Nick has made mm-hmm. the reference of making, uh, feeling it kind of has a little bit of an eerie Indiana vibe or something like that. Mm-hmm. But for more of an adult audience, again, I think if you're a Lynch fan, you would, fall right in the wheelhouse of this kind of stuff um the aesthetic is just so gorgeous on this this book i again can't say enough about it and i think that if you aren't already reading it it's not too late to get into it it's not like an impenetrable thing it's one of these things that you can pick up if you're not a huge comic reader Mm -hmm. you can pick it up once a month and just have your your 15 minute fix or however long it takes you to read the book and go, Ooh, ah, and 
And it's always something different. Sometimes the art is driving it. Like I said, sometimes the sto- the narrative is driving it. Sometimes dialogue is driving it. Yeah. Sometimes color palette is, is driving it, as you had with that beautiful issue with that really, um, I think it was number five, if I'm not mistaken, where they were people were just jumping off the roof of that building. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You remember this? We were talking about it. Yeah. And I thought it was nuts. Yeah. And um, sounds good. Yeah. Like there's there's always just different things that are so good about this book and the creative team behind it. And, and also they have a very Marvel-esque style in that they they take uh, like email correspondence and stuff like that. And I believe it is published in the books. I can't remember. That is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's very Marvel style in that regard other than that they don't open the book with it, you know, <laughs> previously kind of thing. But it's got a, yeah, the, everything about it. It just works so well. It's great. Great book. How do you want to do this? You want to, is it no, that we get fine. three picks per week? I think we do three picks per week. Okay. My first pick for next week this is, is November 7th. Yes. Is okay. Blackbird 2. Go nice. I want to see where they're going with this. Okay. Uh, you know, she, uh, what, what is our character's name? I'm, I'm blanking I out. Know. I was blanking on I'm Cemetery blanking Beach too. Out. I was saying the protagonist for two Yeah, minutes. I know. I know. Nina. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's basically been confirmed that she's not totally nuts. That mm. what she's seeing is actually real. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see what happens from here. I believe it's her sister mm-hmm. <laughs> that ends up uh, in a bit of a problem, a bit of a situation, if you will. I'm not giving anything away. If you've read it, it's the first issue. Just mm. read it. Uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. Let's see what happens. You? Okay, so my first pick, I'm going to go with Bully Wars number three. As cool. you know, uh, Nash is reading this. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I was listening to an interview. I he think it, it was on Word Balloon, if I'm not mistaken, that podcast. And mm-hmm. and it just popped into my head because we were talking about the um, uh, the Stranger Things kind of tie-ins with, yeah, with yeah. Blackbird, right? So Scotty Young said that he had an idea around the time that he was developing Bully Wars. Yeah. Uh, that he wanted to do with the artist that he's working with on Bullies Wars, whose name I'm forgetting, but we'll, I'll, I'll track it down. Okay. Um, and, uh, and that, like, that idea was basically Stranger Things. Like, Stranger yeah, Things yeah. came out and he was like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> so they couldn't, yeah, exactly. So yeah. they couldn't end up doing that and they didn't have a project to work with together. And then because, like, Scotty Young is Scotty Young and, and he could just do whatever the fuck he wants and we, like, praise him mm-hmm. for his coolness, um, we, uh, you know, fast forward to today and we have Bully Wars, mm-hmm. this project that's essentially an all ages book coming out on image, which is something that there really, really should be more of. And uh, Aaron Conley is the artist, by the way. You remember the okay. show Student Bodies? Yeah, you remember, I didn't watch it. Yeah, but you remember how there's like those cartoon parts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine that, but like better. And then with... Um, and totally different. Well, tie in elements of like Hunger Games okay, or something. Because okay. that's what the Bully Wars is. It's like, yeah. what if the bullies get bullied? Oh, yes, or the bullies right. bully bullies. Yeah. And and so it's it's quite interesting. But And he relies on these friends who are inherently kind of nerds. Yep. The characters, all the kids are great. They're so cool. Uh, and I know we're having a hell of a time reading these books here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm going to continue with number three. You know, it's a great book to pick up and read with your kids and if you don't have kids just pick it up because just it's scotty it. young it's and, yeah. yeah it's awesome 
Sounds awesome. Cool. Yeah. What's your next pick? Okay, my next pick is... Where is my next pick? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dead Rabbit 2. Mm, which is also my second pick. Yep. So let's see where it goes from here. Mm -hmm. uh, looks fun. I'm digging it. Oh, yeah. Good feel. I, awesome art. If this book is, is half as good as the potential that this book has mm -hmm. to be good... I'm going to call it now Netflix series or movie inside of two years. You know, honestly, I think Weatherman would be an amazing movie. I think Dead Rabbit There's would so be a movie that you characters. can make a lot cheaper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It'd be a great movie. It'd be a great movie and yeah, one that you be. can make on the cheap and make awesome. That's that's why if, I say. If it had come out, if I had read Dead Rabbit before like planning Halloween, that would have been an awesome costume. Oh, yeah. Five dollar costume. Yeah. Right there. Perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. I really do. It mm -hmm. just has that vibe. It won me over, like I said, in mm -hmm. that that fucking like eight page preview, and 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 not a lot of books do that. No, not no. a lot of books do that for me anymore. You know, so yeah, uh, I'm very excited for that. Yeah. What's your third pick? Third pick is okay. So I was having a really hard time finding something for this week. Uh, mm. That was. I know it sounds bad. There's so much stuff. Yeah. But, I couldn't find something that really stood out. Oh, so you pick! You stole one of my picks, Antiagatha's. Yeah, 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 yeah. That book looks so cool. Antiagatha's Home for Wayward it's, Rabbits. It's it number, looks number one interesting. Of six, right? I like it, and the covers look great. The art's looking awesome on that. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I have no idea what to expect. It, I get the feeling that there's a description, but it's going to be totally bizarre. You know, if this is going to totally sound insane, but. Um, I feel like some of the most fun we're going to have with this book is one, getting to know all the rabbits yeah, and two, getting to see how they defend their home, this home, uh, this like, mm -hmm. you know, kind of essentially kind of like a rabbit orphanage yeah, yeah. from these billionaires that, or yeah, that are trying they're, they're to trying take to, it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, um, like, are the rabbits going to fight? Like, that's oh, what totally. I want to know. There's, this is going to be an old school, like, you know, it's like Annie meets, you know, Sylvester and Tweety or something or yeah. Bugs Bunny. Yeah. You know, like Looney Tunes meets. I hope it's got a tinge of darkness and twistedness to it. I get the the the, um, the rating on it is teen plus. Yeah, so I'm so. assuming that it's at least as strange or violent as a typical mm -hmm. run like run-of-the-mill superhero book which yeah which, which can has be pretty boobies violent. and stuff so yeah <laughs> yeah they, cool. they like their under boob they do do you have another one for that week or you just got oh, three yeah. right no i'm only got, i've only done two of course i have a third one oh, right. so um yeah. ever, ever is mocking my sound yeah, I she know. just did it too that's funny oh i love you kid um my third pick is uh so is Cullen Bunn's Empty Men series is coming oh, to boom. Cool. So number one of that starts on the 7th. All right. So if you ever read that book, I want to say it's a Simon & Schuster. All right. I could be mistaken. I've, I've, I've never been. read it before ever, but I like Cullen Bunn mm -hmm. um, and I like his horror stuff. He's doing the, a couple of cool books with Aftershock. Mm -hmm. He's got some cool properties all over the place. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, he, he did that mini series, the Deadpool one that I had mixed feelings on, uh, Assassin, but yeah. I that I, you know, overall liked. You enjoyed review. it. Yeah. You said it was fun. It was good. So he's all over the place. He has great horror sensibility because he mixes humor and suspense in a very interesting way. 
Are you specifically waiting until I start talking again? <laughs> I uh, know. It, it mixes humor and in and suspense in an interesting way, and and so I, I'm excited to see what this book is about. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, I know very little about it other than the description and um, summaries of the other stuff. So I'm going to get into this series. It's a yep. new ongoing. And if I find myself falling in love with it, it looks like I'm going to have a ton of material that I can go yeah. back and trade paperback form from the Simon and Schuster run and, and and get into. So that's pretty exciting. It is exciting because we need cool. more books around here. That's what we need. Yeah, th- we really we need more books. Yeah. There aren't already stacks and stacks and stacks of long boxes sitting beside us or anything like no anything like that. No, that. we need more space and more mm. shelves <laughs> and more reading time. Apparently. Cool. You know, crazy so, idea, but we should maybe just get slot board and put it up on the wall yeah. and just like put up rack up books like it's. Yeah. Oh man! Okay, we're in trouble. Yeah. So okay, so for the following week, you want to go to fourteenth? Okay, yeah, cool. The fourteenth. Yeah. So I um I want to try reading all new things. You know, not just continuously yeah. read the same things because obviously I'm going to continue reading the same things. But mm-hmm. I was looking at Bitterroot. And I don't know much about it. Oh, yes. This is the... It um, looks really good. This is the guys that do uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, right? Yeah. Which, you know... Are the they Luke doing Cage it right now? Or they excites did... me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. No. No. You're right. I shouldn't say They're that. They're a great pair together. Yes, they are. You were, We were joking around about their, when they popped up in uh, issue two of the new Punisher run. That it was, yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. They're a great pair. They're unlikely cool. pals. Anyway, sorry. It's back based to on book. the 20s, so that should be pretty neat in New York. Yeah. Image has got some cool books like the this mm-hmm. Juke Joint book that came out. I want out. to check that yeah, out, too. Yeah, that yeah. like, um, I know it's not one of our picks, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in there. Yeah, that's like based around a jazz club or yeah, something Yeah, it's like pretty that. cool. Oh, man. Yeah, so there's lots of cool stuff out there like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. It, this looks awesome. It's... Uh, it says here that it's written by Sanford Green. No, no I'm that's sorry. Artist. That's the artist. The writers are David F. Walker and Chuck Brown. Mm. So I want to, I'm looking forward to it. It sounds different. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Next pick for you. Let's go Gideon Falls number eight. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Because that's coming out on the 14th mm-hmm. and that's what I'll be opening First out of my poll from the uh, the fourteenth. That's See, that's all of that. It's that, that's very exciting. The last issue leaves off in a really nice arc. It's it does exactly that thing that we were talking about, where it yeah. shows you one panel in kind of traditional color scheme, and then it inverts it, and then mm-hmm. you poop in your pants a little bit, and you're yeah. like, no, how can you leave me here? Yeah. So I'm I'm going to. Um, be very interested to see how some stuff is resolved. I believe that we're also going to be spending more time back in uh, in Gideon Falls, like the uh, with the preacher and the chief and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. let's see what happens there. Cool. Yeah. Mine is Weatherman. We're being which so kind inventive of here. About, I know. And I just said different. I want to read new things. Yeah. So I noticed earlier we didn't mention, or I didn't mention, who writes it and who the artist is. Uh, Jody Layup, and I think it's Layup. It's L E H E U P. So Layup or Layup. So sorry if that's not being said right. And the uh, artist is Nathan Fox. We'll see <laughs> where this goes. 
Uh, it ended off uh, with Nathan being in a pretty bad situation. Mm-hmm. So Nathan is our protagonist? Yes. So we'll see what happens. I'm pretty excited to read it. It was a really good cliffhanger. But you know what, though? These books have had really good cliffhangers at the end of all of their books. Like, they keep you going. I meant to mention this book to you before I do my next pick, because it's like, I'm going to just pick Murder Falcon number two, because it's awesome, so I don't really need to talk about that. Uh, But I read this book, Sex, Death, Revolution, from Black Mask Comics this week. Yeah, yeah. And it's like It's like... Witches uh, and the world changing around them. It's like this. Okay, so it's this couple. They uh, two girls. They're together. They like. I don't know why I said that multiple times. We get they're the gist. like together. Like together. <laughs> um, and like their world is changing around them, but it's so disorienting because it's mm-hmm. like every mm-hmm. page that's actually what's happening. So their haircuts are changing, and all of this okay. stuff is changing, and it's like you know. It's it's really not my demographic. Yeah. But it was all right. I don't know. I think you fit right in with the, the lesbian um, demographic. Le- lesbian witch demo? Why can't I say it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could just see some asshole on the internet being like, this is a book for SJWs. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I could totally fucking see that. Or And conversely, like, something like, you know, mm-hmm. someone on the other side. There's, there's, they're on both sides. Who cares? I don't care. Yeah. I it's thought not, you. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't have anything to say. Murder Falcon. I just yeah. wanted to mention that, like, it's this, you know, sex, death, revolution, some title there. It was, well, it was you know, it was still open. My fucking <laughs> comicsology app or whatever website login just, just finally loaded. And it's like, would you like to continue reading Sex, Death, Revolution? Oh, and man. I feel like I had to explain why I was reading a book called that to my wife. No, no, but you know what we did read together? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is what I thought you were going to mention. Yeah, and, we were uh, reading something from Boundless. Is, I just opened up as a joke. It's not one of our picks. It was a free download, whatever. Yeah, it's not one of our picks. That wasn't comicsology. I got that somewhere else, probably yeah, illegally. Probably, but... It was funny, though. It was worth it the joke. was... <laughs> I woke Paula up in the middle of the night yeah, showing her I'm like a cl- I'm like yeah I'm just reading some comic oh the new issue of whatever is out yeah. and she's like what and then she turned over and there's just like anal penetration <laughs> and murder and all in one no, sequence that's, so. that's not even the best part about it and I'm looking for the title now because I don't want to get a, was it was it yeah, yeah. My favorite thing about it wasn't... Ever's like, shut up. <laughs> I know, right? She's like, yeah, it was horrible. You guys mm-hmm. kept on describing it. I overheard it. The best thing about it was that we went through the whole thing and we're in hysterics laughing because mm-hmm. it just got like more and more intense. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, wait, is this story I'm... starting again? Yeah, and it was. It was yeah. a new artist. It was a new artist. Same and it story. Was a, same story, but less clothes and more close-ups and, and more scenes. penetration. Yeah. yeah. So we were like, okay, this... <laughs> If the first one wasn't raunchy enough for you. Yeah, you know, just let's let's turn it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So that was fun. No, that's not one of our picks. No. But th- I thought that's what you were going to mention. No, was, no, no. That's no. fun. Okay. So let's yeah, not do that's, it again. that's why I was, that's why that opened up mm-hmm. when I logged in in any case. All right. And um, my pick is Murder Falcon because it's awesome. No What's judgment. Your third pick? You can read whatever you want. You know, yeah, I'm not weird judging. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. All right, my next pick is uh, Cyber Force. Yeah, uh-huh, which I was, was interested uh, to hear this. We were talking about book. it. Yeah, it was a nineties. Uh, yeah, it was a nineties. Wasn't it a nineties like show or cartoon? I think there was like it was like a yeah. cartoon for a year. This is on the same. Uh, is it still? 
I'm trying to think of. I want to say that this is their this book is on mm-hmm. the label or like the whoever releases it is like the same people that did uh like a one of the crow releases the one that i have but i'm trying to think of what the hell that is it's top cow uh which it's not anymore because image owns their catalog so it's image i'm guessing it's image okay yeah but it's number seven that's coming out i believe i mean just look down again oh so you gotta get caught up yeah you know because i'm already doing lots of that anyway so i might as well so what's the uh what's the hook why are you why are you doing this it looked cool and I like image stuff and I find when that's what draws me in, I tend to like it. So why not? Yeah. Who's I wanted to read something new. Who's on the, well, yeah, it's, well, it's not exactly new. To me. It's um, <laughs> new to me. Yeah. It's who's writing now. Cause I don't imagine Mark Silvestri still writing this book. Is he? Brian Edward Hill. Ah, yeah. He just had an excellent run in Detective Comics. So, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Should be good. I really like Brian it, Hill. It looks pretty awesome. I, I like didn't know that. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. You may may have swayed me because I really like Brian Hill. You know what else he's writing, ironically what? enough, where he has a writing credit on? I don't know what episodes he's responsible for or anything, but you know he's he's writing that Titans show. Oh, really? Yeah, for DC All Access. Oh. Hmm. But, um, you know. Which we don't get. Yeah, <laughs> but um, because we're in Canada, yeah, yeah and it's whatever. the same with Marvel Unlimited. It's okay, we get other things. But yeah, <laughs> in any case, yeah, <laughs> we get other things like what <laughs> we get I all know. of our issues of Captain Canuck one week I... earlier. Like, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Captain Canuck, I'm oh, not knocking God. you. I'm just knocking you. Um, yeah. But yeah, cool. Okay. Do you I'm have any others? I think that's all our picks. I have one more. Oh, my, God. my third one is for the week of November 14th is going to be... Murder Falcon? Drum roll, please. I already said Murder Falcon. Oh. It's a Black Hammer book. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, Black Hammer Age of Doom is pushed back from what I understand, but so was Quantum Age. So finally Quantum Age is coming out on the 14th. I so felt number like four. I had stolen all your picks. <clears throat> But I guess I always, not. I always you find, always have backups. I, always yeah. I, I keep them. In I know my back na- narrowing it down to three is hard for you yeah. to begin with. So, so yeah. The, the, in any case, Quantum Age number four is my third pick. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a huge Black Hammer guy. Yeah. Same week, I think uh, Doctor Star trade paperback comes out, if I'm yep, not mistaken. Yep. So there's lots of Black Hammer stuff coming out, and then the week after, mm-hmm. Age of Doom. Cool issue. I can't even remember anymore. Uh, issue buy it um, is coming <laughs> issue out. Mama, mama, mama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, there's lots of cool stuff coming out this weekend. So uh, yeah, that'll be my third pick. Quantum Sweet. Quantum Age will be out on November 14th, rounding up my three there. Should, we should probably Sweet. sum this up again because we've been all right, rambling. all right. Yeah, so, we kind of went off on a tangent. Give, give me here. your two weeks. Okay. So my first week. So that is the November 7th. Uh, seventh is Blackbird 2, mm-hmm. Dead Rabbit 2, Respect. and uh, Auntie Agatha's Home for Wayward Rabbits. Rabbits number one of six. One of six. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. And Those are some good picks. Mine for <laughs> November 7th also had uh, Dead Rabbit number two on there. I have Bully Wars number three, great That's all right. ages book. 
and Empty Man number one, the mm. Boom releases. Cool. The new Boom ones, which is apparently going to be ongoing. Awesome. 14th, November 14th. 14th, I have Bitterroot one. Yeah. A Weatherman six mm. and Cyber Force one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. <laughs> <laughs> seven so seven, yes. Cool. And that includes all seven. Written by yeah. Brian Hill. Big ups. Yep. Not so, that I got any, cool. like Mark Sylvester, you know. It's a, it's a good pedigree. So I'll check it out too. All right. Uh, my three for the 14th Quantum Age number four mm-hmm. from Dark Horse, Gideon Falls number eight from Image, and Murder Falcon number two from Image. <laughs> the most metal of all metal books. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally reading that too. It's not one of my picks, but I'm reading it. Oh yeah, it's it great. looks after it's my great. seven. I'm gonna drag East, uh, yeah. one of our our yeah. co-panelists over at Movies for My Life. I'm gonna. And, yeah. uh, I think he might be on Nick's show in the new mm-hmm. year, but I'm gonna drag him up here and sit him down in a chair and make him read one and two and read that thing. So, okay. So ever wants to uh, get the hell out of here, so we should probably yep. wrap yep. it up. The one-year-old runs the show. Of course. Okay, so that's this week's Quick Flips. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. We've uh, given you our two weeks picks. We'll be back two Sundays from now. Check us out on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. At Exploding Earths. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your picks are. Maybe tell us what we should be reading. If you're an independent artist, please reach out to us and we'll read your stuff. Talk about it. Love to see it. Bye. <laughs>